case you missed that, in case they didn't say the brew ha ha enough in that song, uh, we're just reminding you it is the brew ha ha. Um, hey, brew. I mean, I was thinking coffee when I came up with the name, but if you want to go with beer, I mean, we're in a pandemic. We're still, you know, under stay-at-home orders. Uh, time has lost all meaning to a lot of folks. There's no mm-hmm. judgment here. None. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, there might be a little bit of judgment if it's Canadian that you're drinking early in the morning, but outside of that, you're good. <laughs> oh, oh, a bit of a beer snob, Shots huh? fired. A little bit, a little bit. Canadian just smells so bad and it tastes bad. Um, okay. You're a Sleeman's kind of person? Uh, honestly, I don't, I'm not huge on beer. I, I am 100% oh, that fruity oh, drinker. Oh, but, but poop, poop on the, the molten Canadian. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, of course. By, by the way, I've Why got not? a Canadian versus Summersby. I'm going to go with the Summersby. By the way, guys, oh, yeah. I, I mentioned yesterday that I was working on a sponsor for the show. We'd like to welcome Molson Canadian as the official beer sponsor. Of- <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, it has a nice logo. And I mean, what was it? Tom or something who was the, the I am Canadian guy from the commercial. There is that. That how, was good. How funny would that be if later on this afternoon <laughs> I got this phone call? Hi, we're from Molson. We're investigating uh, internet radio advertising, and um, <laughs> send send us audio if you would of your latest show. Sure, no problem. <clears throat> <laughs> the number of times I've probably done that to myself unknowingly. <sighs> I shit on us. Sp- you know what? Here's a here's a fun story. So back in the day, uh, Lady, you probably remember the group All Saints. Oh yeah, of course. Eric, you might as well. Yes kind of around the same time as Spice Girls. They were kind of like mm-hmm. Spice Girls light kind of thing. And the big the big thing the big thing around here and they charted around the world, but the big thing around here was that the two lead singers, uh, Nicole and I can't remember her sister's name. Uh, but anyway, they were from Canada originally, but had moved to England at a very very young age and I had a chance to interview them. And and I asked them what it was that they missed the most about Canada. And they said Swiss chalet. Huh? And I thought, that's so cool. And I'm working at this radio station in the Byward Market that at the time, right across the street, was a Swiss chalet. Okay. And anyway, so this whole interview, blah, 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 blah. I get a call from the manager at that Swiss chalet saying, we had you on. We heard the comment. Can we have a clip of that audio, please? Because uh, I got to send that to my head office. Fantastic. No problem. Happy to do that for you. And he says, while I've got you on the phone, he says, can we run you over some chicken? I said, I'd love that. So he sends me over, nice. yeah, sends me over, a, you know, a, a quarter chicken, you know, with fries and whatever else, and the bill for the chicken. Oh, <laughs> come on. I thought you were going to have, like, a so, bro relationship well, going I on. I mean, you know, after, I mean, do you know what that kind of an endorsement is worth on the air? <laughs> Anyway, so I was a little off-put, of course, by, you know, I wasn't, ca- I mean, if, if I knew I was paying for the Swiss Chalet, I wouldn't have ordered the Swiss Chalet. I didn't, you know, like, whatever it was, 22, 23 bucks. I, I didn't have that. <laughs> like, I'm just, you know, like, that's that's three or four meals in a week for a guy working evenings on a radio salary. Anyway, yeah. so I, yeah, exactly. Uh, me, of course, being young and, young and stupid, I go on the radio and I go, like, oh, thanks a lot, Swiss Chalet. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and then I then I made it worse by posting it on the internet. Oh no! <laughs> so the sales manager across the street at another radio station sees that, cuts, pastes it, sends it to the agency. Here's what the guys at Cool FM think of you. Uh, not a month later, of course, we ended up working together 
we we, we acquired their radio stations and suddenly <laughs> I really like your social media, man. You're really good. Anyway. Uh, always be careful oh, who you're man. talking about. Anyway, good morning. Lita is with us. Eric is with us. Uh Amy is not. Um so I guess we'll have to go with legit sports, Eric. Yes, yes. She said that she wasn't going to be here today, so Oh, I missed that. It's it, it's all on me, man. I should listen to the show more closely. Uh, that might be a good idea. I'm at working times. on it. I'm working on it. You know, f- from time to time, it might be good. But I've got a lot, um, got a lot so, going on, man. I got to post my selfie. You know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So legit sports last night was absolutely just off the chains shenanigans last night. So shenanigans, shenanigans, man. And I will get to it right near the end of this because it's going to be a long little oh, bit. Okay. But so, Sens versus Habs. Sens came out on top. 5-1 win last night. Shane yeah, Pinto scored his... What? Yeah, I said, yeah, we did. Oh, okay, I heard, yeah, yeah. You, I was like, what? You poop? <laughs> you shit on me for not listening? Uh, so, Shane Pinto scores his first NHL goal last night, which was amazing. Uh, uh, Brady Kachuk, 17th goal of the season to get the game-winning goal. And Anton Fursberg... Got 30 saves to get the win last night. Uh, he also signed a one-year contract extension yesterday. Cats, they need attention all the time, man. Like, oh, let me out. I was like, uh, Jets 4-0 win over the Flames to clinch their playoff spot and get their first win in eight games. So a huge win for them. Adam Lowry got two goals, including the game-winning goal. Blake Wheeler with the other two. And Connor Hellebuck with a 32-save shutout tonight in the NHL. Uh, North Division, the Habs are at the Leafs at 7 o'clock, so that should be a fun one to watch. Uh, in, yeah, the NBA, yeah. the, in the NBA, <laughs> the Raptors are facing off against the Wizards tonight at 7.30 with a chance to move closer to that 10th playoff, that 10th spot in the playoff uh, play-in round, which is held by the Wizards, so big game for them. The Blue Jays, 9-4 to win at Oakland against the Athletics last night, and the final game of their four-game series is today at 3.37 p.m. Uh, they are also returning to Buffalo to play at their AAA stadium as of June 1st. Um, and of note, the U18 World Championship of Hockey uh, Canada came out with an 8-1 to win in the semifinal versus Sweden. 15-year-old Connor Bedard, uh, who got exceptional status into the Western Hockey League hat trick l- last night to help Canada move on. They will face Russia at 9 p.m. tonight in the gold medal game. Uh, and lastly, the shenanigans that I was speaking about, uh-huh. the Washington Capitals and the New York Rangers. So, of course, it's a New York team. Yes. So a couple days ago, they played each other. And Washington Capitals forward Tom Wilson decided to be an absolute piece of garbage. Uh, He punched Pavel Bushnevich in the back of the head while he was down on the ice and then proceeded to pick up Artemi Panarin and slam him headfirst into the ice. What the heck? Which caused Panarin to not to have... um, uh, like a basically a season-ending concussion, which it's only yeah. three games, but still season-ending injury. Um, and the Department of Player Safety for the NHL, which is run by former goon uh, George Peros, said, no, that's not suspension-worthy. We're going to give you a $5,000 fine. That sounds like wrestling, <laughs> though. 
It's an absolutely disgusting display by George Peros. So five thousand bucks. Yeah, exactly. It's like Eric. giving me a five dollar fine. Like, yeah, I was gonna say the, the the does the average player in the NHL not make at least five thousand bucks in a game, if not significantly more. Significantly, significantly more. more. Yeah, like Tom Wilson makes like that's maybe really, an hour of work. Like <sighs> yeah, Tom Wilson makes millions in in like yeah. Like he probably made more money in the penalty box for the five minute penalty that he got last night than he would have made. So that's paying, like, that's where I cut. became aware of all the the shenanigans that was going on in that game. And suddenly, all these pictures started appearing on my Facebook feed of like eight guys shoved into the penalty box at the same time. Yeah. So so yeah, anyways, I saw that too. Yeah. So what happened was this happened a couple games like a couple days ago in their first meeting. And then the New York Rangers uh, actually put out a statement basically saying that George Peros is unfit for the job because of how brutal it was to not give this guy a suspension. Tom Wilson is a repeat offender. He is a dirty player. He should not be in the league, to be honest. I, I can't stand the guy. Every time you turn around, he's done something dirty, and he keeps getting, oh, well, it's a $5,000 fine here or whatever. Especially with head injuries, too. Like, we know how severe these can be later on for athletes. Exactly, exactly. So, But then yesterday morning, you wake up, and the New York Rangers decide to fire John Davidson, their president, and Jeff Gorton, their general manager, because the owner was like, oh, they were the ones that put out the statement when it was actually the owner that did. So that's a whole other shenanigans going on with the New York Rangers. They named Chris Drury their new president and GM. He used to play for the Rangers as well as for the Buffalo Sabres. And then getting to last night's game. Oh, yeah, there was a game. A, yeah, 4-2 right. win for the Washington Capitals. The the heart throb, like, um, like the, 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 the amazing part of the game was TJ Oshie scored a hat trick in his first game since the death of his father. Um, his father was one of their assistant coaches, uh, so the whole team rallied behind him, and he went out and scored a hat trick. Uh, in amongst that hat trick, there was shenanigans, as I said before. In the first period alone, 100 penalty minutes given out in the first period. Come on. Including six fights what? in the first five minutes of the game. Like literally, right. This is essentially just WWE on ice. It was literally you go to a UFC match and a hockey game broke out. Like it, that's pretty much what it was. Like it was, it was. Well, just, I mean, I can't, I, I can't say I'm surprised by that happening. If you know this, these head injuries happened in the game before. Yeah, Teammates exactly. are going to be so pissed about that. The Rangers, the Rangers were pissed. Like literally, right off the face, the opening face off, three guys dropped the gloves with each other. Like three fights right wow. off the opening face off. Next face off, okay, a couple plays a little happen and then and then oh there's another fight. Yeah, oh, any any excuse fight. to fight there was Exactly. It, so yeah. and literally like the pictures that you've seen on on the the internet as of yesterday's game, it's like six, seven guys standing up, like crunched into the penalty box. Yeah, I saw a meme I mean, about that, being like this: these, the boys heading out in the Uber XL. I'm very, yeah, exactly. I, I was and, very worried about their safety. I mean, they can get COVID. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and and that's the other thing too is people were making that that <laughs> meme about like, well, in in Ontario, that would be a ten thousand dollars fine. <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah. A five thousand dollar fine is all that the league gives these guys. Ten thousand dollars fine in Ontario just for standing that close to some. Look, it, 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 I have long 
been disenfranchised with the NHL. Um, the fighting thing, I've never understood it. And I know, I know, we can have this conversation right now, and you're going to end up with a 50-50 split. Yep, you know, yeah. should we ban fighting? Why is fighting allowed in the NHL? And especially when it's so obvious. Like, I mean, they went into that game last night knowing. Like, Washington, it was Washington that called up another guy from the, from the minors, wasn't it? Like a designated goon? Uh, I believe it was the Rangers. The Rangers. Okay, I mean, yeah. one of these teams. They knew what they were getting into last night. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, it's, it's pre-planned. What, like, I, I just, I have zero appetite for that. I have just none anymore for that. You fight no, in ba- you fight in baseball. There's 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 major consequences. You fight in football. Same with the NFL, right? Yep. Same thing. Why does the NHL? And I know the fan base loves it. They go crazy for it. I it, that's why I'm out. That's why I'm not at an NHL game. I just. Yeah. Ugh. No, and Ugh. I and I I can agree like that. Like I mean, fighting it, it's it's fun. It gets the crowd pumped up and stuff like that. But when it's so staged, but so does a great mm-hmm. play. It gets it gets very very annoying when it gets staged like that. Where it's like, okay, we all know that right off the opening face off, before the pucks even dropped, everyone's going to drop their gloves. Yeah, it's like you know that that was going to happen, but. I mean, the reason why it happened is obviously because of the dirty play and obviously because George Peros, who is the head of the Department of Player Safety for the NHL, is an absolute joke. He is consistent at being very inconsistent in his penal- in his suspensions, in his fines. And I mean, like yesterday, they, they announced that Shane Gostisbehere from the Philadelphia Flyers gets two-game penalty or two-game suspension for for a hit that he had the night before but yet two days before nothing as severe as what happened Tom Wilson though. did way worse and got mm. nothing like and and it's just I agree with the New York Rangers that he is unfit he needs to be fired he needs to step down because out of any of the recent department of player safety guys he has been the absolute worst He's been trash. He is a goon. He needs to just like f off. I mean, like just just quit. Just get fired. Quit. Gary Bettman is going to seriously have to have a look at the Department of Player Safety after this season and go, okay, you're all done. We need to hire a new crew. And Gary, I'll I'll send you my number. Like I'll fucking do a better job than he can. So <laughs> I think and most kids could. Eric, the sounds I, of I, I, I think that's Eric's first F bomb on the brouhaha, if I'm not mistaken. It's his uh, first real, real one where he's had passion behind it. Certainly his most emphatic one. Okay, so I'm posting the question now on our Twitch feed. If you watch up top of your screen on twitch.tv slash blast the radio, should yes. fighting in the NHL be banned? Is that the fair question to ask this morning, guys? It, I mean, it's a fair question to ask. At least sure. I, I would I would at least say at least with fighting, headshots definitely shouldn't be allowed. Well, yeah, headshots are not allowed and they should be suspended. Like mm-hmm. they've, they've maintained, oh, well, if primary contact is to the head, then that's an automatic suspension. And yet George Paros is like, nah, I'm a goon. I, I was a goon. He, I had 400 and something games, 30 points and 169 penalty minutes uh, in my in my career, but oh no no, he he did way worse than I've ever done. But I'm not going to suspend him for it. So yes, that's the question we're going to ask on our poll and sure. on Twitch. All right, you whatever three, you want to do. Three minutes. I'm curious to see. We'll we'll start with you know we can always ask another poll later. Uh, but should fighting? That's the first question on Twitch.tv/slash/blast the radio up top now. Should fighting in the NHL be banned? 
Next question will be, should Eric swear more on the brouhaha? Survey results are in. Quick poll at twitch.tv slash blast the radio. Should fighting in the NHL be banned? 50-50. That's where it ended up. 50-50. Yes, no. And therein, I think, lies the problem for the NHL. Half the fans don't care for it. The other half, hell yeah. The music on BTR is brought to you by McCarthyAutomotive.ca. The morning brouhaha. Lita on loud. All right, guys, I'm not sure if you saw this, but one Nissan dealership in Milton is in hot water. A man took his 2017 Ultima to go get fixed with the backup camera. He left it overnight, uh, but then he got a notification on his phone as he had recently changed his insurance uh, to one of those ones that, you know, monitor how fast you're going, how you brake, how far you're driving. And uh, it turned out that his vehicle was somehow 90 kilometers from the dealership that he dropped it off at. So thinking that the vehicle stolen, obviously he calls the police. The police go to Woodstock from Milton to go meet this vehicle. And it turns out that it was actually a technician who drove the vehicle. And not only did he drive the car 90 kilometers to diagnose a backup camera issue, but he went over 148 kilometers an hour (laughs) that the app was able to track, didn't go anywhere below 100 kilometers while he had this vehicle, had multiple hard brakes, and uh, obviously, as the owner of this car, you're going to be kind of pissed off because, one, your car went somewhere without your notification. Two, your insurance now has access to this, and your insurance can go up from it. So he went in the next day, confronted the owners of this dealership, got reamed out, kicked out, and yelled that he was illegally uh, tracking the employees of this company, apparently. Didn't even get his backup camera fixed, and he was out over 200 kilometers worth of gas that wasn't reimbursed. All because he just wanted to go get his backup camera fixed. Un- probably under warranty too, right? Yep. How the hell? Oh, yeah. How the hell are you tracking the employees if it's your car? Uh huh. Yeah. And you let them know in advance when you drop them off. Hey, by the way, I did recently change. This is a thing on my vehicle. Yeah. So he gave them the heads up that that's the case, but they still went on a joyride and they're pissed that they caught got caught. That's yeah, it. and they, they're claiming that they did nothing wrong because this guy dropped the vehicle off and it's standard procedure. You know, sometimes technicians will apparently take vehicles home to diagnose it. But again, it's only a back <laughs> camera issue that was flickering on and off sporadically that okay. needed to be fixed. That's I'm, it. I'm no expert. But no. I, you know, I know a thing or two. And by the way, uh, to my friends at McCarthy Automotive, uh, who I highly recommend for service, feel free to yeah. correct me if I'm wrong. But when repairing a backup camera, mm-hmm. this, generally speaking, does not require a test drive during, before, or after. Would I Let be alone co- a would, would I be correct? One. Yeah. Right? I would I would assume that it might it might require like okay it's in the garage but back up out foot of the on, garage yeah foot on brake like, yeah foot yeah, on brake like car in reverse like a freaking one hundred two hundred kilometer like road trip yeah which like, is, which by the way it has you going forward 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Show your yeah. backup unless, camera's unless, not even Time active. out, time out. He could have. He could have, for all we know, <laughs> driven backwards and used the backup camera the entire time on the 401. Okay. Yeah, now, I mean, maybe, maybe on, that's how he did it. Driving, driving eastbound in the westbound lane, like backing <laughs> Signal up the on. Entire, yeah, there's four ways on. He's like, I'm doing a test. I'm <laughs> testing the backup camera this to make sure it works. You know, but yeah, like, could you believe that? Like, you go and you just drop off your your vehicle for a routine, yeah, what should be that's... simple maintenance, and then it just spirals into not only is it not fixed, but you're out money because I they mean, went on I've, joy rides. I mean, to be honest, I've always had that kind of like thought in the back of my mind. It's like, what happens if I drop the car off and leave it for an, a day or like overnight mm-hmm. or whatever? Like, what are they doing to it, kind of thing? Like. And my mind always goes back to Ferris Bueller's day off in the yes, the, that's exactly the, what I was thinking just now. And the, and the joyride from the like the the valet or whatever, but it's like, do, do, like, do they actually do this shit? Like, do valets take cars out for joyrides? No, they don't. Do, no, they don't. But it's like, do, no, just never this Nissan dealership. Of, yeah, I've never heard of a car tech. Like, I mean, I've had it where the guy comes back to me like when when I'm sitting there waiting for something, and he's like, oh. He comes back. He's like, "Yeah, we took it around the block, and, well, yeah. and everything seems fine. Cool. It's not. I took it to Toronto and back. Like what? <laughs> In reverse. <laughs> <laughs> and no, I'm not reimbursing your gas either. Oh my god. Wow. But you, you know, I'm generally not big on people going to the media with their issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this is one for sure. Yeah, this is this is one where I think this dealership is getting some real bad press all of a sudden, and I would, I, I might consider taking my business elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Find know, another Nissan dealership. Yes, and for service, of course, we do recommend McCarthy, McCarthy Automotive. They see me rolling. The morning brouhaha. The milkman. All right. Did you know today, this Thursday, the sixth of May, is National Nurses Day? Hats off to all the nurses. Woo! Especially in the middle of this pandemic, all of our medical staff, I cannot say enough good things about nurses, etc. Man, oh man, oh man. And they're they're so up against it, too. So we can never thank you enough, nurses and doctors. Uh, National Beverage Day today. Lita, what would be your beverage of choice? You said you're into not necessarily beer. I'm a huge Summersby fan. Summersby. All right. Eric? Mm -hmm. Uh, if it had to be alcoholic, I kind of go more for the, like the grower's cider that we sell at Wine Rack. There you go. Well done. Shameless plug. Cider bros. And I think we're all pretty sure what Milky would say. Uh, I think it has to do with something pink, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and a former hockey player, Whitney. Yes. Kool-Aid. I like Also Kool-Aid. a good sing- singer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, National Crepe Suzette Day today. It's also National, uh, uh. National Day of Prayer. If you've had too much pink Whitney, you may partake in that. Please, yes, please, exactly. please let me be on time for the show tomorrow. National Day of <laughs> National Day of Reason, and it's also World Password Day. Dear Lord, <laughs> one, two, three, four. National Day of Prayer and National Password Day. Okay, so please That's let ironic. me remember. Yeah, please let me remember my password. Please let me remember my password. Uh, today in history, this day, 1915, Babe Ruth hit his first career home run for the Boston Red Sox. This nice. day in 1940, John Steinbeck was awarded the Pulitzer Prize for his novel, The Grapes of Wrath. Ooh, nice. that's such a good book. This day in 1954, Roger Bannister broke the four-minute mile, coming in at three uh, three minutes, 59.4 seconds, at the Eiffley Road track in Oxford, England. Impressive. Oops. This day in 1956, Elvis Presley appeared on the Milton Berle Show. 
Oh, baby. A little more modern times. A little more modern times. This day in 1984, Michael McKean, Christopher Guest, and Harry Shearer, collectively called Spinal Tap, performed at CBGB's in New York nice. City. On this day in 2001, during a trip to Syria, Pope John Paul II became the first pope to enter a mosque. Oh, that's cool. Wow. That's that very is cool. cool. Yeah. This day in 2010, the U.S. stock market lost and regained over one trillion dollars in value within about 20 minutes the dow swung by over 1000 points and many stocks declined to one cent per share before rising again Jeez. many theories as to why but no conclusive reason for that man crash. i missed that in hmm. well you're too busy with you know bitcoin and things Bit, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> nfts and all this missed fancy, opportunity man fancy mumbo jumbo that i don't understand celebrity <laughs> birthdays today george clooney is 59 Ooh. Hey. Tim Scalzo of Fastball, 56. Okay. Mark Bryan of Hootie and the Blowfish, 53. Yes. Nice. We will pay homage to this artist in a little while here on BTR, but Bob Seeger turns 75. Nice. Oh, cool. Yes. And Chris Shiflet of the Foo Fighters, 49. I've got another confession to make. The Morning Brew. Eric Fox. Okay, so if you've ever wanted to drink with the queen, I think a lot of people would be like, man, I want to sit down and have some beer with the queen. Well, 100%. Things that have never crossed my mind, Eric. (laughs) Well, I mean, you (laughs) never know, right? But, I mean, she'd be a pretty cool person to sit down and just have a chat with. Oh, Um, yeah. but, But now she may soon be responsible for your bar tabs. So Buckingham Palace has confirmed to people that the 95-year-old monarch has approved the sale of a range of beer brewed from plants grown on her Sandringham estate in Norfolk. So sold at the Sandringham gift shop at $5.50 for a 500-milliliter bottle. The beers come in two varieties, a cold-filtered traditional English bitter and a stronger golden IPA described by the gift shop as uniquely natural. Huh. Well, I need to try this. I need to try this. I need. Yeah. I need. I need. I need. I need answers. You need to get to England and try this. So either uh, that, or I need to get somebody to send me some in the mail. Exactly <laughs> right. So produced locally by Barsham Brewery in Norfolk, using organic Laureate Spring barley grown on Sandringham's rolling farmland. The bottles bear the Sandringham name alongside pictures of a hare and a pheasant. So, made in the UK for the Sandringham Estate, according to the label. The Sandringham Estate is a wildlife haven for pheasants, hares, owls, and many other species that thrive in the wood and farmland habitats. So, this isn't the first time that the Queen has turned her hand to producing alcohol. Um, Sandringham's gift shop already sells its own celebration gin, which is made in a distillery on the state. See, I have so much to catch up on with the queen. I, I know. I, I, <laughs> For I, someone that's such a big royal, I'm surprised you didn't know this. I know all the history. I just don't know anything about this alcohol. About the booze. <laughs> I could see her hitting the gin before I could see her, you know, drinking beer. Yeah. But that's yeah, just yeah. me. Yeah. No, no. And I, I agree. Well, the like, queen usually has, I think it's uh, three or four alcoholic beverages throughout the day. Does yeah, she like, really? A couple of on average, yeah. Yeah. I think she has a couple of Yeah, she has like a certain amount of like, she has, yeah, like Eric was saying, like a gin and tonic sort of drink. Uh, There's a few glasses of wine that she'll drink throughout the day as well. 
but she always waits until at least lunchtime. Yes. Well, I mean, she's, she's very classy. She's very classy that way. Yes. <laughs> but, I love it. Yeah. So, so it, also in 2020, Buckingham Palace also launched its very own gin made from ingredients found in the backyard of the Queen's London home. There you go. So, I mean, that's another thing, too. Like, on Tuesday, they added to this with the release of a new variety of gin distilled using the classic Buckingham Palace gin mixed with hand-picked Whole slow berries, says a release from the Royal Collection Trust charity, which organizes the opening of the main royal palaces and their accompanying stores to the public. So this will be priced at $41 a bottle. The addition of the hand-picked fruits, which grow on blackthorn bushes in the UK, gives the gin a unique and intense fruit flavor, and add, and that's what they, they are going with so it sounds like this is going to be really really popular i'm sure a lot of the the really heavy royal people are gonna be like yeah i need to try the the queen's beer and the queen's gin and you could give me the answers to royalty maybe (laughs) you never know enough and you might feel like the queen exactly (laughs) we're like i am the queen of london not england (laughs) and you thought corona was the only beer that had a crown Yep. I had other punchlines, but they involved head, and you can't go there when it comes to the queen. Nope. The morning brouhaha. Lita on loud. I don't know if you guys saw this, but the sky is set to fall. Well, not really. Space junk is actually falling from the sky, and it's set to come into Earth between the 8th and 10th of this month. Um, so there is an out-of-control uh, Chinese space rocket that's heading towards Earth. It's the style of the Long March 5B and weighs about 22 tons. So I did a little bit of, of meth, and that's roughly four to eight elephants, depending on the type of elephants. Um, if it's <laughs> well, African what? Depending Asian. on the type of elephants? Yeah, well, there's That's the best line elephants. ever, Lita. Oh, my God. Four, four to eight elephants? What? Yes, on average, because the uh, African elephants weigh a lot more than the Asian elephants. Huh. So, uh, it's All heavy. Right. It's heavy. Let's put it that That's way. That's kind of how I took that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Uh, the landing location of this is currently unknown because it's so far away right now that if they were to make an estimation, any little like flick of space dust or anything can change the trajectory of where this is going to land. However, scientists have said if you're a gambler, Bet on the Pacific Ocean being the spot where this rocket will land, as it's the biggest ocean on the planet. And I mean, yeah. Earth's mostly water. So it likely won't hit any actual land, like, but population there's, there's, centers. There's that little bit of a chance. And this is happened, there is that little bit of a chance. This has happened before, apparently, when China has launched rockets. Mm-hmm. Like, like in the U.S. and, and Russia and other countries that, that launch things into space. They yep. plan for where and how these things are going to land. China doesn't give a damn. Yep. They're just like, so yeah, there's- we're, we're just going to send it up, build our little space station, and let it crash to Earth. We're just going to we're just going to play the odds that it's going to land in the ocean. It might land in somebody's front yard. It's happened before. Nobody's been injured. We're cool yeah, with that. Can you yeah, imagine? But 
luckily there is a way that you can kind of keep track of this if you go to space-track.org uh the 18th space control squadron based in the u.s is going to be tracking this um there won't be an actual update on where it's going to land it's kind of just showing you the trajectory right now until probably about two to three hours prior to impact as again because space is space and we're dealing with something so huge any little thing can turn the trajectory right, so, and change where it's going. So we get word all of a sudden. Let's let's make believe here. Yeah. Uh, we get word incoming. It is going. You know, we, we we project that this is going to land within oof, ten kilometers of your house. Huh? Yeah. In that case, you, then you definitely you, do want to go. You've got three hours warning. All right, what do you do? Uh. Personally, I, w- I would go. Um, where? I'm, I'm, go where? I'd go to a park. <laughs> go to a, <laughs> go to a park? park somewhere because that way I at least see what's coming at me. <laughs> oh, you're, right. a, you're a control freak. Little bit. Little instead bit. Of, <laughs> instead of just like driving as fast and as far away as possible? Assuming I have a car. See, but that's my or, point. Or running. That's or my, running. That's my point, Eric, is that you know damn well. That if all of a sudden, you know, there's there's like emergency alerts on your phone and your radio stations are telling you, you know, run for your lives, incoming, blah, 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 even though this thing's not likely to really cause much it, damage. Yeah, it, it's it, very it, unlikely. You know, it might bust the but. roof on your house if it lands on it kind of thing. But, and people start heading for the hills, you're suddenly in a traffic jam. Like every single time, like, you know, whenever you've seen like wildfires and things, people are mm-hmm. all of a sudden, you know, frantic to leave their city and they can't get anywhere because it's a log jam on the highways. And by the way... If if you're really worried about this, uh, I hope you filled up with gas last night when it was a buck eighteen because it's a dollar thirty five this morning. Fuck me. <laughs> I was totally meaning on getting gas last <laughs> night because I know I have like not even a quarter tank left. I'm almost out. Second f bomb of the day from you. Got to be prepared for no matter what, Eric. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for the extra carbon tax on that. Mm. <laughs> I figured out, by the way, I successfully installed a new tire on my bike. So I'm thinking <laughs> I'm going to save me a little money this summer. I'm getting rid of the boat. I'm going to keep the truck in the driveway and biking a dollar thirty-five. Li- Can you believe that? Yeah, I can. Uh, I almost, I almost want Chinese space junk just to fall on me right now, just to put me out of my don't misery. Don't you say from- that? Don't, do, don't put that on everyone else. <laughs> Why? Because who would run the show tomorrow? I think you could probably handle this. Uh-uh, oh, we're a team. Oh, you know what would be poetic? Oh, thank you for saying that. We're a milky team. Oh, guys. But you know what would be sweet poetic justice? What? What? So this Chinese space junk falls out of the sky yeah. and lands on a dollar store. Oh, that would be poetic <laughs> justice. Anyway, keep your heads up. We'll keep you posted if we detect any Chinese spaceships coming your way. It's the Brouhaha on BTR. The morning Brouhaha. Eric Fox. Okay, so... I don't know about you, but if you were in charge of a town and you wanted to boost tourism post-COVID, I don't know what you guys would spend the COVID-19 relief funds on, but... Pink Whitney. Pink Whitney? Just a bunch of Pink Whitney for the entire town? Yeah. Okay, perfect. SpongeBob statue. Milky from Air. SpongeBob statue? Milky from Air. Okay, so um, (laughs) financial relief 
during a pandemic is great. Obviously, there's been so much of it handed out around the world and stuff like that. But a town in Japan, a uh, port town called Noto, uh, apparently used half a million dollars in COVID-19 relief funds to buy a massive squid sculpture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My 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 exact like reaction was, wait, what? I'm, so, su- I'm surprised you didn't um, drop an F-bomb, Eric. My so, brain is going crazy right now. Continue. Yeah, so critics say something fishy is happening <laughs> in the Japanese <laughs> port town of Noto. Um, video shows there are now plenty of suckers and tentacles in Noto, <laughs> where the pricey 13-meter-long sculpture now stands guard at the community's waterfront. The pink and white sculpture looks like the elusive giant squid of the ocean's darkest depths, but it's actually a larger-than-life replica of the smaller Japanese flying squid, according to the town. This is the kind of squid that they chose for this this specific statue. In-depth thought Uh, over the squid, I like it. Yeah, exactly. So flying squid are commonly found in the waters around Noto, um, and are famous are a famous delicacy in the community as well. This particular squid appears to be highly detailed, uh, with an opening below its beak for humans to stick their heads out of <laughs> and pose for photos. Um, it also has all the tentacles and the little s- suction cups on the tentacles, um, and. It it just begs the question. It's like Noto officials spent about twenty five million yen or U.S. $228,500 to build the giant flying squid as a tourist attraction, according to Yahoo Japan. Uh, that money came out of a larger pot of 800 million yen or $7.3 million U.S. in coronavirus relief grants from the Japanese government. <laughs> so a-, a lot of people are kind of like, it- it's COVID relief fund money. Why Why are you, what, like, why, why, why? What, what's... Because they can. Yeah. That's like, essentially the, I mean, what it hey, came listen, down to. How you relieve yourself is different from how I relieve myself, okay? Don't judge that's, me. I mean, that's, that's true. That's, that's fair. True. That is totally fair. But you know, fair. you know, guys, I mean, like, I'm thinking, I'm, as I'm hearing Eric say this, I'm thinking, okay, so a couple of years ago, on a Japanese radio station, they were probably having their morning brew ha-ha, and yep. someone on there was probably talking about, so there's this province in Canada called Ontario. And Canada yep. is turning 150. And so what did Ontario do with the money they were given for celebrations? Well, they went and bought a big inflatable rubber duck. That was a special rubber duck. <laughs> yeah, that rubber ducky was... You know. was oh. <laughs> no, and that's, and that's kind of the first thing that I thought about, too, when I right? saw this. I was like, okay, so they're, they're doing what Ontario did with Yo. the giant rubber ducky. Yo, that's the question there. Are you team squid or are you team duck? Ducky. I got to go. Got to go with the rubber ducky. I, I got to go for the home team. I'm team duck all the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Rubber ducky, you're the one. Thanks, Ottawa, for making us the winner of the 2021 Faces Magazine Awards Radio Station of the Year. Blast the radio.com.
All right. So as we know, Mother's Day is just around the corner. And uh, one mother got a shock when she decided that she was going to go on a vacation. As we know, down in the States, they're they're above us with the vaccination. Uh, So this woman and her husband decided that they were going to go to Hawaii. And on that flight, something unexpected happened to the point where the woman who didn't know that she was pregnant was giving birth prematurely on this Delta airline flight. It turns out. Yeah. Yeah, it turns out that she was 29 weeks pregnant, did not know when she boarded onto this plane. Um, and of course, when you fly, there is that risk of, you know, the baby coming a lot sooner. And that happened on this plane. Luckily, though, there was not only a doctor on this flight, but three NICU nurses. They came to this woman's <laughs> rescue and helped her deliver the baby together. They worked as a team to the point where they were jerry-rigging a lot of the tools that they needed. Uh, one nurse decided that she was going to use a shoelace to tie up the umbilical cord. Um, they also used water bottles as ba- like formula bottles. They were able to use their Apple Watch to help monitor the, mo- the mother and the the child's heartbeat. Oh, amazing. Um, yeah. Like they went above and beyond wow. and they, they each took turns helping the mother, taking care of her and the baby on their way to Honolulu, the rest of the flights. And then they were met with medical care teams that were able to take over and, you know, keep the baby stable as the team had done on the flights and get them the proper care that they need. And I saw this and it just, it made me smile because like, yeah, you know what? Might might not be the best time to be flying right now, but people still banded together when there was a time of need and they worked to get this life safely into the world. And I don't know about you, but like there are worse ways to start off a vacation than helping somebody else. Oh, I, I mean, and it's amazing how often we hear these stories of women who yeah. don't know that they're carrying a child. 29 weeks and you don't know? Mm-hmm. What else you got going on in your life that you missed that memo? I don't know. That's yeah. a good question. I've always, wow. I've always wondered that. Like, I, I obviously, I mean, I've never been in that situation, but it's like I, I've always wondered. Like, how do people not realize they're pregnant? Like, well, pregnancy affects people differently, right? Some people sure. don't have symptoms. Some women still spot throughout it. You know, it might be a little TMI for some of the guys out there, but you know, like it, it it's it happens. Yeah, and that's true. The fact that a baby that's twenty nine weeks premature is still around with us when they didn't have the proper medical care to actually do this that's outstanding that is above and beyond you know what amazes me this was a natural birth Mm -hmm. on an airplane yep that could still claim to have happened with a c-section c because a b c seats said just shut up and play a song john Take it off, babe. Take it off. Still looking forward to a career in radio where you get to witness comments like that on on the air? Yeah. Okay. Just checking. entertaining. <laughs> I'll tell you, yesterday without Lowell on the air was just weird. I'm sitting there going like it's, I'm looking at the clock. It's like two o'clock. I'm like, what do I do? <laughs> like, it's, it, I, I miss it. Anyway, Lowell is off again today. Lowell's fine, by the way, just a couple of appointments. Uh, he's back Friday, tomorrow, 2 p.m. here on BlastTheRadio.com. Eric's mom asking if we're going to do a Mother's Day special tomorrow. Uh, Eric's mom, I got to be honest with you, we're really not that organized. No. Maybe we will. I don't know. We'll, we're, we're more likely to do a Mother's Day show next Wednesday. 
To be yeah. determined. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or well, you'll we'll have to shoot. tune in to find out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, either that, or it's going to be a situation of just show up tomorrow morning at nine oh five when Milky rolls into the the studio and be like, <laughs> yeah, maybe let's do stuff about mom. Nine oh five, dude. It's more like nine ten. Who are you kidding? True. Yeah. More, I was actually, you've been really good that. around like the nine oh three. Actually. Listen, yeah. I take. I, listen, I'm a nice guy. I take my girl to work. I give her a lift in the morning. Good Sometimes man. I'm exactly. a couple minutes late. Yeah, it happens. It does no happen. hate here. No. You got to do what you got to do. There you go. You do you, boo. Besides, yeah, right? I And I do. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Um, hang on. Now I have to go. To <clears throat> hang on. HR wants to talk to me. Jeez. Oh, Figures. Um, Eric, you mentioned something earlier about new movies uh, upcoming. And I know a lot of folks, look, I mean, there's, there's so few things we're able to do thank god for netflix and amazon prime and all these streaming services so people are always looking for new things to be watching so uh if you would please uh clue us in on some of the things we can look forward to watching in the upcoming weeks yeah so coming up at the end of the month there's a couple really good movies that are at least look like they're going to be really really good movies by the trailers that i've watched uh the conjuring has their newest one called the devil made me do it um if you are a fan of any of those type of movies the conjuring insidious those type of movies this one looks amazing um these to be, to be brutally honest, The Conjuring, uh, Insidious, uh, Paranormal Activity, those are the only movies that really like scare the living bejesus out of me. So um, <laughs> I, I, I jump out of my skin when I watch them, but I absolutely love them. Uh, it's a love-hate relationship I know, right? with those type of movies. It's like, I don't want to watch it. It's so scary. And then I'm like, no, nah, I really Oh, I don't want to watch it. No. Yeah, exactly. No. With, the, with the, the eyes kind of partially covered. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then on the same day, so this comes out May 28th, um, and also on the same day, Cruella, we've talked about this before, yes. um, it's coming out May 28th as well, so that's another really good movie to look out for. Um, and then in June, the one that I'm really looking forward to, and you may know this, but Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. So yes! it's the follow-up on the Hitman's Bodyguard, which is a hilarious movie with Samuel L. Jackson and Ryan Reynolds. Um, so it's it's something to watch. Watch the first one, and you're going to absolutely piss yourself laughing watching the yeah. first one, and the second one looks like it's going to be even better. Oh, do, I agree Do I want to piss myself laughing, though, really? Yes. You might want yes. to. Yes. This, this is the one you want to risk it on. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I make no judgment. I know some people are into that, but I'm just... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm just, exactly. asking, I'm just asking um, if I want to, is all. Yeah, Exactly. Um, and then just a few uh, to kind of wrap up in July. We've talked about a couple of them, but uh, Fast 9 is coming out July 9th. So the newest installment of the Fast and the Furious movie. As I discussed previously, it's got uh, it's got Vin Diesel and... Yes, John? No, sir. I, no, sir. I, I apologize. I interrupted you. Fast 9, that's that's not the one I saw on a Pornhub preview. It's Fast 69. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> No, I'm sorry. I, that's awful. Yeah, slight difference with those. Awful. I would interrupt the show for that. I'm sorry. Oh that's okay. That's okay. It's 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 an honest mistake. I mean, it's got fast. It's got nine. It happens. People um, made the same mistake with the Mortal Kombat. It happens. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. So uh, 
Fast 9 comes out July 9th, as well as the one that I'm really looking forward to, Black Widow, comes out July 9th. So that's the one with uh, Scarlett Johansson from, obviously, the Avengers, Black Widow role long overdue it's very long overdue um and yeah so she's my favorite avenger and she's freaking hot so i mean that's it's gonna be a good time to watch um (laughs) and then then, sound like me during captain america movies and then two that are coming out july 16th i'm not the only one who thinks that obviously no exactly and then two that are coming out july 16th uh one i'm a lot more excited for than the other but i know there will be people that will be excited for both uh, the first one is Forever Purge to follow up on all the Purge movies that have come out before. Um, so another kind of like horror-esque type film, but we all know if you've ever watched horror? any of the pur- Horror? Yeah, was that horror? Horror. horror. <laughs> just, just, just clarifying, we're, we are on yes. the internet and, and sometimes the connection gets a little funky. So just- Yes, horror. Horror, not, okay. okay. Not horror. Not horror. Hey, <laughs> just asking for um, a friend. So yeah, Forever Purge comes out July 16th. And then the one that, as much as I, I want to watch it, I'm really hesitant about watching it. And Doubt has talked about it. And Space Jam, A New Legacy, comes out July 16th. This yeah, that, is a movie yeah. that is just something that they should have never done. Uh, in my opinion, <laughs> I think that Space Jam was space jam and don't mess with something that's good especially Mm -hmm. if you're just gonna throw in oh well let's do it with lebron james because he's the new lebron james how long ago was the original space jam movie you have to the original space jam movie that's 2002 maybe yeah oh i think before that wasn't it maybe even the late i'm pretty sure it was the 90s yeah yeah but yeah, yeah 1996 1996 there you go god but yeah so i mean there's a couple good movies coming out uh if if you are interested in watching something new uh i i always enjoy just kind of scrolling through youtube and going new movie trailers and watching a bunch of new movie trailers it's it's fantastic so um i'm really looking forward to most of these like i said space jam i know a lot of people are interested to see how it goes with lebron james Mm -hmm. i'm not so interested but i might just check it out just to see how much of a train wreck it is (laughs) you know what that's probably exactly this thing will make a bunch of money and that's why Mm -hmm. it's gonna be a bunch of 90s kids just judging it being like what the heck is this crap yep 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 (laughs) space jam Ah, uh, tune in tomorrow on the Brouhaha. We will have your Pornhub preview. No. <laughs> yeah. How, how fun would that be? That's for later on Friday. Happy That's for mother- later on Friday. Happy Mother's Day. Here's some porn. <laughs> <laughs> Milf. Ah, it's the Buggles on <laughs> I am, I guess. You know, I don't like to brag. Except on Thursdays. You don't like to brag? I don't like to brag. Thursdays are, are brag-free days. You can do whatever you want on those. <laughs> you know what, though? I keep saying, like, this, like, it's fun being around guys like Lowell Green, of course. You know, as long as I think I've been in the game, then you talk to a guy like Lowell Green. I'm like, you know, off the air, I'm like, dude, I, I, I never imagined. Like, I, I was just jockey boy, right? Like, yeah. poo-poo mm-hmm. and fart jokes between the records. That's me. And across the <laughs> hall, there's Lowell Green, you know, doing these important talk shows and changing the world. I'm like, Lowell, I never imagined in a million years I would, you know, get to work with you, let alone be on the air with you. It's really humbling. Oh, stop being humble for fuck's sake. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> just, you know, 
Just own what you do. You're good at what you do. <laughs> you gotta love that generational like gap between like how people carry themselves. He owns it. He owns that, it. You know. Yep. He owns it. Anyway, just a reminder again, Lowell. Not. Uh, oh, by the way, yesterday, <laughs> I I said earlier I sat there at two o'clock. It felt really weird. Not. To, yeah. Instead, I spent the two o'clock hour replying to every single message. Where's Lowell? Is Lowell okay? Lowell's fine. Lowell's fine. <laughs> He's fine. He just had a couple appointments to go Blast to. Blastradio.com slash Lowell Green. We always post a message up when he's not going to be around. Just, it's okay. But I Take love, a deep breath. I love that people worry about him like that. I really, really do. And it's it's really a treat to have him around. Okay. Um, I've been joking. Uh, I've been kind of, I don't know, a little extra naughty this morning. Everything seems to be yeah. coming up porn today for me. I don't know why. Um, the internet is for porn. It is. That is true. There's is. a song about it. Yeah, there it is. is. Um, but the next best thing to porn, I think, is going to be the new commercial for Extra Gum. And here's why. Okay. Okay. We have been dealing in a pandemic, socially distanced from other humans for more than a year now. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Well, coming soon, people are going to be watching their TVs... And like I said, this is going to be on par with porn. They are going to see other humans interacting with each other <gasps> on their TV screens. I know. <gasps> what? I know. So, oh I mean, my God! Somebody yeah. call the Pope. So I mean, we we, the Pope or the we, Pope we, we we've had death. Both. We've had anxiety. <laughs> we've had social isolation. We've had political strife. Uh, we're we're all just done with it. But this change is coming. In a two-minute spot, like I said, for extra gum. So here's here's how it's going to play out. So imagine a morning. Yes. When everything is normal again. It all returns to normal right at once. A woman receives a text message informing her that it's okay to meet in person again. So she's got a you up text, got you? Uh-huh. A man shaves his beard. Oh, that, oh. Took a, that took a different turn than I was expecting. Every way. <laughs> <laughs> I, know. Which, I don't know if hey, I want to picture hey, this now. Hey, well, maybe some manscaping took place too. We don't see that in the commercial. Everybody logs <laughs> off Zoom. Disheveled people emerge from their homes in disbelief. <gasps> Couples meet in a park and begin making out. Ooh. A lot of making out, apparently, all the while during this new two-minute-long extra gum commercial. Celine Dion's It's All Coming Back to Me Now <laughs> is playing. Yes! <laughs> Epic. <laughs> Epic. That's amazing. I mean, how badly do you want to... I swear, I'm going to look at that just like... <sighs> oh, God. <laughs> Uh, it's not the only thing. Yeah. That's coming. <laughs> no. Anyway. That's oh, funny. man. That's crazy. That's intense. And it's for gum. Like, that's awesome. So essentially <laughs> just have like a cigarette ready for after the commercial. You know, not a bad idea, my friend. Not uh, There I go, calling you my friend again. Oh, my God. Doug Ford, get out put, of my head. Put my a friend. quarter in the jar. That's 25 cents in the jar. We need a jar. Okay, hang on. Every time Milky says my yep, friends, there. every time every time I say I stumbled upon. Yes. Yeah. Everybody's <laughs> gonna have their thing. Oh guys, let's do that. Let's actually have a jar. 
I'm too broke for that shit. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be hard for me to put it in the jar all the way in London, but I mean, like, I'll I'll, I'll be like, I put it in my jar. There's no actual. It's a virtual thing. But at the end of the month, we would just donate that to, you know, like, I mean, distress centers, my cause. We'll do, you know, we could pick Eric's cause. We could pick Lita's Mm -hmm. cause. Yeah, I like that. Maybe maybe we'll buy Dowda some socks or something. I don't know. Or, or oh, a new up. sweater. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> or some faster internet. Oh, a new webcam, guys. That's what he needs. Yes. What's wrong with this webcam? Remember, it always like like the oh, colors yeah. start going and stuff. Yeah, that maybe is a video card though. But anyway, yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. This yeah, was we'll help him out. this was this is always fun. But this was really, really fun this morning, and uh, Lita's got a good idea. I love this. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead, yeah, I, and I'm going to give this the, the Milkman stamp of approval. Uh, you are mentioning a list that is out of about 30 Canadian artists that yeah, deserve I've... airplay that aren't getting airplay. I mean, there's listen, we've, yeah. we've proved this at BTR long before you joined uh, the ranks here. We used to feature a lot of local artists. In fact, I'm very right. proud to say that we have featured over 100 local artists here on BTR. I know the Algonquin College radio station does that as well. Um, But yeah, I mean, if there's so much great local talent that is undiscovered, you can imagine what else is out there when you scour the country. So Lita, Mm -hmm. what what is this list? Tell us more about it. Yeah, so like... I listen to a lot of music. It's how I spend a lot of my free time. And like, I go all over the place with it. And I started looking up where artists are from. And I'm starting to notice a trend that a lot of popular Canadian artists are not getting a whole lot of radio play that they rightfully deserve. And if they do, it's very, very minimal. Like we were talking about it off air. Rez, she's a local DJ um, from Niagara Falls. She's from Ontario. She just dropped a track uh, within the last week with Dead Mouse. It is so good to listen to. It's kind of like like a hypnotic um, sort of trance mix. And it's so, so good. And the fact that she got to work with Deadmau5, who is one of the, like a huge name in the music game, is incredible. And I've got a list of almost 30 Canadian artists who are doing the exact same thing, who are pushing the envelope, creating amazing music for people to listen to with lyrics that actually make sense. And yeah, I, I, I can't wait to share this list with you guys. So her name is Rez? Yeah, R-E-Z-Z or Z-Z. Z-Z-Z-Z. Okay, yeah. I, thought I'd, I thought I'd seen something come to my inbox about an artist with that name. But I'm not seeing it now. Anyway, yes, I, I'm giving that a stamp of approval. Let's make that, it, it, yes. I mean, it sounds to me like, for, for, okay, so for 30 shows, mm-hmm. 30, yes. 30 Canadian bands. Yep. All right. All right. I got you covered. You want to start tomorrow? You want to start Monday with that? We can start tomorrow if you want. I love it. Like yeah, I said, I've got a list all tomorrow. set and ready to go. I love it. I love it. I love it. And do we, well, the other question I have is, I mean, will we have access to this music? I hope so. Hopefully. What I'm going to do is we'll I'm going to send some emails out to them as well and see if they would be willing to send us some of the MP3 files themselves. <sighs> yes. Yes, queen. It. Look at this coming together before your very ears, my friends. <laughs> my friends. <clears throat> Another one in the jar. If um, if 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 we said something that offends you and you want to hear it again, uh, don't forget the show is available as a podcast. Just look for the Morning Brew. Ha ha. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Podcasts. And thank you to the three people a day who bother to download our podcast. Yes. Hey. <laughs> BTR's bigger, better boogie break is on the way, and then at eleven o'clock. Speaking of new music, we will feature some new music and ask you to rate it. Or hate it. 
That's right. coming up here Let's on the beach here. Lita on Loud, thank you. Eric Fox, thank you. Back tomorrow with the Brew Ha Ha.